everybody, and welcome back to Dangerous Spacemen Against the Shrieking Void. I'm Cosmo, your Game Master Head for this adventure. And I'm Dane, Kiki, here are my guns. Bam! Bam! <laughs> my god, those are intimidating. Oh, I'm, uh... <laughs> sorry, I was intimidated by the guns. Jahar, still weird. Mm-hmm. Still weird. Uh, Sharif playing Jahar, why don't you do the recap? We are back, continuing our uh, Dangerous Spacemen adventure. What went down last time, and where did we leave off? Well, my sister Kira and I uh, made it to the X on the treasure map that we picked up from a unfortunate soul who we encountered at our uh, original destination, which was the, the Broken Fang. Mm -hmm. We traveled through the night and made it to a downed uh, ornithopter that appeared to be a uh, hegemonic... Uh, military, you know, copter mm -hmm. of some sort. Upon arriving, we were ambushed by a jungle creature, um, which we were able to handily deal with, with a little <laughs> bit of uh, a summon telekinesis. One-two punch. One-two punch. Yep. One-two bullets. And then we were quickly outnumbered by the arrival of what seems to be the hegemonic reinforcements and a badass badass uh commander of sorts with mm -hmm. a with a with a domineering tone who has told us to put down our weapons. Uh, she didn't actually say that. She said you guys are gonna have to come with her. I guess I'll keep these pistols cocked and loaded then. <laughs> so um the uh, the power armor Can I troopers. Pop a quick telepathy, real quick. Yeah, if you want to. To um to my boy. Yeah. To my bro here. Telepathy. I said. To, I keep saying telekinesis. Uh no, I think you said telepathy in the recap. Yeah. Doesn't matter what. All right, here we go. Ah, that's going to be a sixteen. Uh yeah, you're able to uh, pass a psionic message. Speak to me. Um. Breathe. Jar Jar, in my mind, I say this. Uh, they don't know we are from the academy. We don't have to tell them anything. We are not going back in, or, we are not going back, and that's a hard point. So, let's just go with this. Follow my lead. That's what I says. In my mind. Mm-hmm. Mind speak. I make brief eye contact, but that's all. Okay. The uh, the power armor troopers hustle you, uh, you know, through a couple hundred yards of jungle to the lander. It's a sleek looking. Imagine like a um, hmm. imagine like a boxy uh, pointing upwards instead of laterally, like uh, like an F thirty five fighter, but it's you know big and chunky. And, you know, it's designed for going up and down through atmosphere, landing troops or, uh, you know, like a small vehicle or whatever. It's like a, you know, a spec ops uh, lander delivery vehicle. Um, the commander lady, she gets on board quickly and the, uh, the power armor troopers, they hustle you aboard. They direct you to um, crash couches arranged uh, around the outside of the circular interior. They make sure you're strapped in, 
and then you see the commander kind of, you know, put her hand to an earpiece and say something that you can't hear, and the um, the doors button up, and there's a roar and a rumble as the lander lifts off, quickly clearing the Venusian atmosphere, and after a bit of rumbling and pressing G's of acceleration, you both feel the weightlessness of space travel as you coast through the uh, orbit of Venus and are within an hour uh, you hear some like clanging and clunking as the lander docks with some sort of mothership the hatch opens and the uh, the power armored marines they unstrap you and they direct you out through the uh, through the airlock um, you find yourself aboard what is clearly a hegemony military vessel, um, but aside from that, you can't tell much. And speaking probably on private channels in their helmets so that you guys can't hear them, you are directed by your... We call them captors for now. Uh, you are directed down a corridor through another airlock hatch and deposited in what looks like one of several segmented cargo bays on this ship. The power armored marines leave, but the commander stays. After the door shuts behind her, she looks at the two of you and she kind of floats up towards a wall. Remember, you guys are in zero G, no, no ups or downs or whatever, expanse style. She uh, hooks an arm through and, you know, gets a good position where she can look at the two of you. And she's like, all right. Nobody else is here. Nobody else is listening. I need you to tell me who you are and how you came by that case. And she points at the case with the tablet that you guys found uh, at the ornithopter. What... Um, Kira took special care to notice where uh, they put our weapons. You have not been disarmed. Okay. Um, she looks at her feet to see if they were given mag boots or ha uh, have mag mm. boots. Uh, let's just say that's ubiquitous in everybody's gear. Okay. Um, Mag boots and like a I vacuum sealed hood mag. or helmet. It might not be a full helmet, but at mm -hmm. least like a, a vacuum sealed hood. Just everyone has that all the okay. time. I That's part my, of your arm. I kick on my mag boots. Okay. Before I answer. So you're standing well, on a bulkhead? Yes. Uh, we, uh, my brother and myself, uh, are just regular Venusians. We were at a pub enjoying a refreshing beverage uh, when a man came in, an injured man, uh, came in through the door and uh, asked for a radio, but uh, was quickly pursued by um, a look at uh, Jahir, Yahir. Yahar, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but um, they were uh, the Atlantis cults or something like that. They had these weird alien tattoos. Um, they came in, guns a-blazing, and we shot back. Um, the the injured man who walked in had a, uh, and I hold up like the comm unit, had mm -hmm. this, and we followed it uh, and ended up at the ornithopter where there were severed heads um, of, a, I'm assuming, the crew um, placed in a ritualistic, I look at my brother again, ritualistic manner. Um, both of you give me a smart stroll real quick <laughs> on that. Wouldn't that be presence? Uh, this is for thinking about the, oh. the heads. Oh, okay. Eight. Nope. I mean, four. Sixteen. Minus. Uh, so, you say that. Jahar, you kind of are like, mm, maybe not. Your, <laughs> your impression, you remember like a biology lesson. You remember the behavior of a shrike bird. And you, you think it was... Not ritualistic necessarily, but more the territorial behavior of the uh, of the pterosaur predator. To keep an enemy out, a shrike spreads the guts about. <laughs> oh, Kiki gets it now. I get it now. It was the shrike. See, like. You know, he, my brother is much better at Vini, Vini, Venus biology. <laughs> the, uh, the commander, she takes a honk because I've got a vape. So she's got a vape and it's like a cigarette, you know, for punctuation in the conversation. She takes a honk of it. She's like, oh, some, uh, some jungle dinosaur at the crash site. Yes. Okay. All right, continue. Uh, quick, give me a presence roll before you continue. You haven't really lied up until this point. You've told the truth. Um, I did tell a true lie, though. But uh, just give me a quick presence. Thank God. Dirty 22. All right. She doesn't seem to have any problems with your story right now. What it seems like is she is concerned that some other plan, a plan that you guys had nothing to do with, went so horribly not according to plan. And she's like, alright. So you got there, and you found the ornithopter. After you drive off the dinosaur? After the fight with the dinosaur, as you put it, um, we investigated the ornithopter. Okay. And found the, um, the that I point to the to the box. She makes a motion like, pass it to me. I push it. It floats through the air. She catches it easy, and she uh, she unclips it and opens it, and looks at the tablet. And she's like, oh. visibly, you see her relax a little bit. Um, she's like, okay. If and if she closes you will, it, and clips it. Um, did notice that the the script on there shared some similarities same like characters as the the goons with tattoos that attacked uh, I'm assuming your man um and some of them are different as well 
I think she's scared of them finding out. Um, of who finding out what? I don't know. Who? Well, them? Them? Mm. Atlanteans? I will say, this, uh, what is it? Children of Atlantis. She opens the thing again and she looks at the script on the tablet. And she's like, and then she closes it again and kind of pushes it against the wall so it just kind of floats next to the wall. Well, that's not really my area of expertise, but, um, well, I gotta say, uh, I'm appreciative of what you've done. You have stumbled into something well above your heads. I nod Uh, in agreement. But in doing so, you, uh, you may have done me and my team a tremendous service. I hope you won't uh, feel <laughs> too insulted or hard done by, but I gotta say, it's not like you have a fucking choice. I'm gonna need you to hang tight for a second, and uh, we're gonna have to do a little bit more just we're gonna have to go over this with a fine-tooth comb from the beginning um over the next over the next six hours or so you guys are fed uh you are met with a couple of other um hegemony officers who seem you know just as kind of secretive and buttoned up as this commander shaw and she is there most of the time you're asked to recount your story a number of times um questions about who you are and what you're doing on venus and you know like how you came to just like be in the situation where you fell into this those are pretty limited they don't seem very interested in that um both of you give me presence rolls and aside from a crit fail 13 they Not are a crit fail yeah um <laughs> There's there's kind of some suspicion directed towards Kiki, but uh, after a little bit, you kind of realize it's because it seems like you're the tough one, you're the you're the hard case, and not necessarily any sort of suspicion about where you came from or your status as fugitives. Uh, the interviews continue for a little while, mostly just going over again what happened um, after the story is kind of hashed out. They're mostly interested in the death of the stranger and the fight that you had with the children of Atlantis and anything you guys can remember about that. But you guys didn't take any pictures of the tattoos or anything, so the amount of information you can give them is kind of limited, unless... uh, I did seance with the tattoos. Yes. And I feel... So you could pass them, and I will leave that up to you, no roll. Um... As much as you want to tell them, like, you learned that they are a cult dedicated to the worship of the Inter- great Interviewer, sir, could you get my brother some paper? He could draw you some of the runes, probably. That ap- that happens immediately. They bring you a, a little, like, you know, write tablet with a stylus. And they're like, as, as much as you can remember, as much as you can um, copy down, they ask for that. I draw pictures of the fruit. That was the root of the the drink that I drank within oh, the bar. God. No, Jahar, the 
The tattoos. Not the not the drink. I I don't remember any tattoos. Other than the ones that you gave me. Hmm. I could try. Uh give me a smarts. No advantage for your investigation. Just give me a flat smarts. Seven. Your squiggles aren't very helpful. <laughs> but they are like okay, well yeah, it looks like they saw the same stuff. And one of the um one of the intelligence goons is looking at the tablet. And they're like, Yeah, all right, well, yeah, it seems like the same thing, kind of. I right. kind of, when they're not paying attention, grab my sister's arm and say, why help those that subjugate others when there are so many that still needs to be free? Um, if I went into telepathy, would the link still be there or would I have to roll again? Roll again. Um, I just say out loud, because we're guests of them. Mm. And I put, you know, some emphasis on guests. Sounds like fart. <laughs> um, after a little while, the uh, the other interviewers leave, as well as the commander. Um, a Navy orderly, or not orderly, a Navy, like, rating, you know, just an enlisted man in a regular hegemony Navy uniform. He comes in and he brings you guys... Uh, Space MREs. Plenty of food. Plenty of drink. Um, could I take like a little nibble, like, you know, investigate the food, make sure it's not drugged? Yes. Would this be smarts? I think it'd be smarts, yeah. Advantage? Um, yeah. I'll give you advantage. So that's a 12, and that's a... Don't worry about that one. It's, um... They are untampered with. They are, you know, they look like MREs. They're not quite the same as MREs that the three of us might be familiar with in real life because they're right. designed space. for space. They're, they're designed not they're to okay crumble. Mm. Go ahead and dig in. Uh, I also dig in. And there's, yeah, there's, you know, high calorie, high protein drink mixes and like good food. You guys are feeling all right. Better you are, um, you're left alone for a couple of hours and. You're not under any duress or anything, but it's impossible not to notice that uh, the hatch to the little cargo bay that you're in is locked from the other side, and that there is an airlock that is also inacceptable to you, inaccessible to you, but, you know, someone in the cockpit could blow your airlock at any time. There is, like, not... um, you're not under like direct threat, but there is like the tacit threat of you guys are mm-hmm. not in control of your own safety or the environment that you're in. Um, throughout the whole time, uh, Kiki tries to act like being in space in zero G is new to her. So like always with mag boots on mm-hmm. and like constantly like fussing with her braids mm-hmm. and being like, this is weird, trying to play that up. And like you've never been on a spaceship maybe, before. Yes tries to, you know, give some looks to Jahar to, like, try to act the same way. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, obviously in the Academy, we were trained You did some zero-G stuff. Um, after a little bit, a couple of hours, uh, Commander Shaw returns. And she's like, well, um, 
What is it? Kiki and Jahar. Yes. Again, I would like to extend my thanks. You have done uh, myself and my team a service. I know you didn't necessarily mean to. I'm sure you thought there was maybe just, uh, you know, some kind of payday at the end of this. Nevertheless, uh, the results have been favorable. And so I want to make clear that I appreciate that. Now, um, there's not too much about this that I can tell you. You are aboard uh, the Hegemony HSS Gorgon. And my name is Commander Shaw of the Naval Intelligence Service. I can't tell you any more than that right now, but I can say that you have stumbled into an investigation of significant import. And because of the way you've accidentally blundered into this, you might be able to do me another favor. And she looks at you both for a second, and then she floats uh, back over to the airlock and messes with some controls, and then she floats back and kind of lowers her voice. I've run your biometrics. I know who you are. I know who you're indebted to, and I know where you came from. And let me just say, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I uh, move my feet in like to a fighting stance. She notices. I close my eyes. <laughs> she notices, um, but you see that clearly she makes a like, she makes a body language point of not moving her hand to her sidearm. And she kind of just hooks another arm in a, in a handhold. And floats there. I'm talking to you guys. Now, what is going on here is far more important than anything that um, other factions within the hegemony might have some beef with you, whatever. I'm telling you, I don't care. I think you might be able to help me out. And if you do, I will wipe your debt and give you clear records. If that sounds like something you're interested in, we can talk about a mission that needs doing. Can I use my telepathy as like a lie detection? Um, is there a separate like extraction? I think yeah. There is there is a separate one for like stealing information from a character's mind. Um. But that's not really what you're trying to do. You're trying to, like, suss out. Well, like, you know, yeah, I wanted to, like, pop into her mind when she said, you know, our wipe your debt and wipe your records and just be like, what did she think when she was saying that? Was she just, like, you it, know, to me saying sounds, that because that's what it, needed we needed to hear? Or is that saying it because she is actually going to do it? It, to me, sounds like I might be able to seance her pulse seance her i think you doing a seance would be better i don't think you could telepathy it you could try and presence it and just like read her vibes if you want to try that first but he could also seance and since you're already floating their eyes closed like a weirdo you know it it wouldn't be like hey he's about to cast a spell it would just be something you're already doing five 
I I do a presence read. Okay. Thirty twenty-two. You buy it. You don't feel like uh, she hasn't told you everything that she knows, but she yeah. told you that she knows. Mm-hmm. And your impression is that she really doesn't care okay. because she's got bigger fish to fry. Right. That's I'll the kick, vibes. Or kick off my mag boots and like you know, float in zero g. Kind of drop the drop the ruse. Okay. And kind of give her the go yeah. on. I take it uh, the two of you are interested. Yes. Okay. I'm still a touch unsettled until you tell me that you are no longer unsettled. <laughs> All right. I, I uh, you know, give him a, get an arm on his on his shoulder and just be like, I think, I think we can trust her. And I give her like, yeah, can we? I think so. I say we do it. You might not have meant to do. You you might not have You're meant for this right to happen this that. way, but uh, you you've proved your your. Great. You've proved yourselves. Uh, to have a certain amount of capability and honestly you know cards on the table I need some people who can go places that um, my team can't go and unfortunately since Agent Viper was killed and the Sons of Atlantis uh, he was caught it sounds like stealing what he needed to steal. We've been looking for that crash site for a while. The Sons of Atlantis had access to some of that information. They know, they might not know who we are, whatever. Everybody knows but, who uh, we are. You know. The hegemony. Well, I mean. yeah. But even, listen, even the hegemony doesn't know what naval intelligence gets up to. So, I need... I give my brother a knowing look. I need a couple of folks... Who are capable, who can go somewhere that my team can't and have no affiliation. On Venus? Uh, no. Funny you ask. Um, I said, you're aboard the Gorgon. Uh, the Gorgon is a destroyer. And in one of our larger cargo holds, we actually have a confiscated uh, smuggling vessel. I would say you know, there's no nicer way to put it. I need a team that can enter JMC space and attend an illegal market. This tablet, that tablet, she points like over her shoulder. Mm. It's been taken away by the yeah. team. That tablet is going to be on its way to Dimos, to the to the naval base there. And there is certain information that we can glean from it. But there is another piece of the puzzle that we need acquired. Now, if you two are willing to engage with this, like I said, I will clear your debt. Some coyote on Luna. Right? Never heard of him. I appreciate the tradecraft, but uh, (laughs) we're in an unmonitored cabin right now. And I will wipe your records as... Conscript Runaways. Does that sound like something you guys be interested in? I don't think we have a choice in this one, Jar. She wants us to fly. Now listen. And lie. I will give you 
I will give you an out. Because, like, hey, I'm not a prick, and I've got other shit I need to do. If you don't feel like you can handle this, I'll leave you at Venusport. And it'll just be, you know, you'll be on your own again. You guys know Venusport to be the uh, main hegemony base on Aphrodite in on Venus. So I she's, she's not saying she's going to, like, give you to the cops, but she's saying she'll just put you off and you'll be on your own. I give my hands to uh, Jahar for our, you know, sibling fist. Fist bumpy. Fist bumps. We've lied and plied before. I don't All like right. that one. <laughs> well, then I don't think there's any time to waste. Why don't you, uh, why don't you come with me? And she floats over to the airlock, boop, 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 and leads you down a couple of other passages. Uh, you pass a couple of other hegemony Navy ratings. They just kind of look, and they're like, eh, whatever. They're just doing their job, doing diagnostics, floating around, checking pipes. You float through another couple of corridors and into a larger cargo bay where um, attached to big mechanical grabby arms near a much larger industrial-sized airlock, uh, large enough for, you know, huge pieces of cargo, there is another ship, a smaller ship, small enough to um, be fit inside of the Gorgon. Mm -hmm. And... There's a, there's a handful of techs floating around it on little, you know, EVA packs doing maintenance and checking it out. This here's the Wild Rover. And just a smuggler's vessel. Cargo transport. You know, she does air quotes. Um, but it's got, uh, you know, it's got some smuggling accoutrement. Uh, it was recently captured near Mercury. But its transponder licenses it for uh, for passage through Hegemony and JMC space. It's an independent freighter. I need a team to go to Europa and attend a secret market at a temple of the Great Elders that is sometimes frequented by researchers whatever but uh there there's a um there's a little black market trade of alien artifacts can, that I, goes uh, on. can I get a tablet commander sir ma'am uh what you need just a tablet write some notes oh yeah some notes yeah she uh she whistles at a navy orderly tells him you guys get some just like basic supplies for you know note making and whatnot all right europa yep Europa, she gives you coordinates. Market. Mm -hmm. What was the location of the market? It is the Leopard Seal Ruins uh, in the southern subterranean ocean. Some weeks from now, there is a scheduled... Uh, a, a recurring um, black market auction of alien artifacts. Now I'll give you an authorized credit chip, untraceable, that uh, will allow you to bid for this item. But if you are outbid, 
I need you to acquire it. And I don't give a fuck how you do it. Then I need you off Europa. And we will rendezvous in orbit over Rhea. Off of Saturn. Rendezvous is such a hard word to spell. Yeah. Isn't that right, Jahar? If we're giving away helpful equipment, it would be nice to have something that would make me a touch sneakier. Touch sneakier? You need uh You need some sneaky sneaks? I wouldn't mind a touch of sneaky sneaks. Alright. Well, listen, we can hit the armory after this. Maya, to understand that you are on board with this mission? This is something you feel you can pull off? Uh, I got a couple questions, Commander. Um, so the objective, to clarify, is bid for an item. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the item is? Yes. She uh, she pulls out a little tablet of her own that uh, that can do... You know, like rudimentary, like receipt printing, sure. basically. Um, and she hands you, um, she hands you a little, uh, a little strip, a ring of the great elders. <laughs> it is. She prints it off and hands it to you. Keeping it off the network, huh? Yeah. Well. You know how it is. And then she's like, well, maybe you don't. I don't know. You goons. You're not fucking espionage, naval intelligence. But yes, this is all this is all very hush-hush. Uh, it is a... It is an iron ring. About one inch wide. And nine or ten inches across. IR information. Uh, and you will know it by you will know it by the markings on the outside and inside of the band. You saw there were two forms of script on that tablet, not the kind that were tattooed on the cultists, the other kind. You'll recognize that. Uh, she prints off another little strip of example text. All right, you got a pilot. It's just the two of you. Can you fly this thing? Yeah. Yeah, I think I can. Now, I will tell you. uh, I feel like I'm playing very nice here. Um, You guys are going under the guise of legal freight haulers. Good, which means my next question. You're going with your transponder live. And if we see the transponder deviating, we can self-destruct this vessel. We can remote destruct this vessel, and of course, I will say, uh, you know, take care of the loose ends that you would become in a situation like that if you chose to go rogue. I'm not trusting you with everything. Do we have actual cargo? There is for our cover. There is actual cargo, and at the uh, at the near landing port at Europa South, there will be normal. Cargo offloading, and she hands you a little chip. Upload this into the flight computer at landing. It will trigger some 
uh, electronics failures that will require the ship to go into servicing. Give us time. Give us some time for you to sneak off and head to the Leopard Seal Ruins. What kind of support can we expect? Absolutely zero of it. Mm-hmm. That's JMC space. The hegemony cannot operate there. That's all right. I got my brother, and I give another, you know, hands for the bumpings. Does it sound all right? Can I trust you guys? As far as we can trust you. All right. Well, listen. It's uh, she opens her she opens her tablet again, and pulls up a um, like a real-time display of the soul system with orbital Orbits. periods and navigation. Uh, the ship, Wild Rover, has an atom breaker drive. So... Our ship. Your ship. Yeah. Your ship now. What happens, yes, after the... After we complete the rendezvous, what happens to the ship? Keep it. I'll uh I'll have my text remove the self-destruct. You guys go free, clean records, new ship. Sounds good. Maybe a little too good. Mm-hmm. But it's about time we fucking got a break. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, with the Atom Breaker, I reckon two weeks to clear the asteroid belt, another two weeks out to Jupiter, and two weeks... So, six weeks, that should give you enough time. Uh, The market is in ten weeks, the auction, let's say. Um, You're looking for a fellow who just goes by the curator, but um, you're not really going to need anything besides that. You knowing the location of the Leopard Seal Ruins and meeting there at the agreed-upon time that it's going to be, that's your ticket. Anyone who can show up and bring the credits, they'll deal with. Flight plan solid? Flight plan solid. Flight plan's legal. You are leaving Venus on a cargo run. And... Alright, let's talk Let's talk equipment then. Okay. What is it you feel you need? Did you hear? Something that would enhance my ability to be a bit sneaky. Okay. You got any camo or uh, mirror tech? Uh, you both want them or just you? We'll start with one. Okay. I can get you a camo cloak. I Anything else? Good for him. Uh, yes. Uh, kind of grenades he got. She mm-hmm. says with a with a big smile. Uh, or I say with a big smile. Um, not to tip my hand too much, but this is a this is a spec ops vessel. We got whatever you want. Well, let's just uh, you know get a good crate going here. Um, you know, I'd say let's call. Where are the grenades at? Here they are. All right. Uh, let's throw a couple, well, handful of flashbangs, a uh, handful of gravitationals, uh, plasmas, and smoke. Okay. Um, here. 
Start a grenade inventory. I'm gonna roll a uh, I'm gonna roll a d4 for each one. Or actually, you wanted more. Uh, weighted inter um, flashbangs. Uh, most um, equal parts gravitational and frags. Wait, I didn't say frags. Uh, flashbangs most, gravitational, plasma, equal, uh, smoke grenades. Um, least. Least. Okay. She fetches you four smoke grenades. Or a Navy a navy rating comes and gets you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, four smokes. Four smokes. Uh, then you want uh, an equal mix of graviton and plasma? Yes. Okay. All right, I don't know where that guy went. Uh, <laughs> Some commander. Yeah, we have been working. Some of this is in short supply. You get one graviton grenade and three frags. There we go. Um, plasmas? Or, sorry, yeah, three plasmas. Uh, and then you want flash grenades? Yes, ma'am. Only one, sorry. That will have to do. Um, also, I could use some loads from my machine gun. Oh, that's easy peasy. Uh, she ups all your ammo to D10. Wicka wicka, yeah! <laughs> uh, <coughs> I assume that the, the Wild Rover is uh, fully topped up air, yep. fuel. Full fuel, O2, full air, uh, full water. of MREs. Food. And yeah, should be good. Emergency you know, that'll supplies. be on your piloting if you make that fuel last to Jupiter. But uh, Jahar, what was your best score in the simulation? Well, the simulation had a high enough score. <laughs> there you go. How good I could do. Um, your camo cloak gives you advantage to stealth outside of combat. During combat, enemies cannot target you outside of short range. So they need to be up close to be able to shoot at you. Otherwise, they just... They shoot at me. Yeah, they shoot at him. Her. They shoot want. at her instead. All right. Uh, no air support, no backup. Anything else? If it's spare on my boat, I can give it to you. Food? Wild, Wild Rovers, Rovers topped off. No. Um, Unless you can find the answer to the threads that tie us all together and whisper those to me in a way that would be cognizant. No. Coherent. I don't know anything about that. Mm. <laughs> what about... Um, you know what's... If there were to be a confrontation uh, acquiring uh, this item. Um, do you know the capabilities? Um, Are they using slug throwers? Oh, the enemy? Yeah. Um, yeah, expect small arms. I would say there is a decent chance you might encounter uh, you might encounter JMC mercenaries. You might encounter cultists. Uh, you might encounter harmless private collectors. 
Um, but um, these markets, from what we understand, are open to anyone who, you know, can gain the ear or can talk their way in well, and has the money to pay. Mostly uh, slug drawers. Uh, I pop my top off. Uh, we get this uh, reinforced. The... Uh, your armor? Yeah, my dino armor. You want uh, reinforced, reinforced fibers? fibers. Alright. Resistance to kinetic damage. Destroyed if your HP ever reaches zero. Alright. I can't give you everything. I got my own crew. And we've got other missions to take care of between here and our meeting at Rhea. If you pull this off... I mean, this is what I reckon. asking for orbital strikes here. No, and if you were, I couldn't give them to you. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but uh, from Venus, so we got two, two, and two. I give you six weeks to make Europa. Uh, the meet is in seven weeks. So that gives you a week on site to figure out transport. Or if we get delayed by or a pirate Or if you're delayed action. in route. Uh, then from there, another four weeks to Rhea. In Saturn orbit. That's where we'll meet you. And if all goes well, you two go free. And a dangerous piece of alien technology remains under our control. And fucking tastic. Score one for the Hamachi. All right. Any other business before you guys push off? All right. Uh, a Navy crew does the flight checks. And you guys take your shit and you board the Wild Rover, which is a kind of ugly, chunky-looking ship. It's, um, you know, arranged vertically with the drive at the bottom. It's an atom breaker drive, so mm -hmm. uh, nuclear fission. Um, your vessels. One half of it... Actually, more like two-thirds of it is a big, um, like, celled cargo container. And you can see it's full of goods uh, that are typical from Venus. Uh, Venusian lumber, things harvested from animals, certain, uh, certain rare min minerals, uh, lots of fossil specimens, stuff like that. A lot of scientific stuff as well as, like, luxury and novelty items. From the uh, Venusian jungles. Can I pop a quick telepathy with with my brother? Pop it. That's gonna be a fourteen. What do you say? Um, can he talk back to me? Yeah. Telepathy wise. Okay. Yeah. Once once yeah. you open a telepathy connection, I think you guys can have a brief conversation. <laughs> what if we disable the tracker and we run? Instead of helping the hegemony, well, hegemony. I mean, I think put us in this position. I think the commander's shooting us straight. I think we try. I think the first fucking thing we do as soon as we get out of these fuckers' airspace is we disable their fucking kill switch. I also, you know, assume until we have completely cleared the ship that everything we say is monitored. Um, but I think second we're out of their airspace we fucking do a little maintenance you know what I mean yeah I think uh, right. and if shit goes pear shapes we disable we should 
have already disabled everything, and then we run. But, like, I mean, sounds like a pretty good deal. It would be nice to have a clean record. I think they don't know what this artifact may open for them. Is that something we should be concerned with? I think so. Fuck. I think they're toying with the idea of being able to control the Great Elders or communicate with them in a way that would benefit them. That fucking sounds like them, for sure. I think you're right. I I still think... We, we play along. We play along for now. Once we know. get Once we get the ring in our possession, we'll revisit this. They don't know what kind of game they're playing. Yeah. They can't see the threads. <laughs> Ain't nobody can see threads like you, buddy. Alright, let's play along. For now. Agreed? Agreed. The Navy crew finishes the uh, pre-flight checks on the Wild Rover. And after you guys board and get your stuff situated, strap into the cockpit, uh, Commander Shaw comes over the radio. She's like, alright. Good luck. Good hunting. Fair winds and following seas. Ah. Hit that void, and then there's a big thump as the uh, airlock starts decompressing, and the uh, the metal grabbies start <laughs> extend the wild rover out the side of the gorgon. Um, through your external cameras, you can see you know this is a big hegemony destroyer. This is like almost a kilometer long ship. Um, a tower of missile racks and PDCs and you know, communications arrays with a big-ass atom breaker drive uh, at the stern. Little jets puff and kind of shunt you away out into the void and suddenly the Gorgon is receding so quickly. Because space is huge and you move so fast mm -hmm. and suddenly poof, it's spinning away into nothing. And you regain, or you know, you take control over it and you start your voyage. Now, um, who's piloting? Well, I think I'm going to let Jahar pilot, but uh, RB co pilot. Okay. You have driving on your presence. Yes. But I have piloting. Smarts is uh oh, yeah, smarts. for piloting. All right. Give me a piloting roll to set your course. Nice. 14. Nothing goes amiss. Uh it does not look sloppy. You guys spin your maneuvering thrusters onto your course and you kick on the drive. Give me a fuel roll. D8 to leave Venus orbit and to head for the asteroid belt. Yes. Yes. Alright. You maintain fuel. Uh, you pass through the asteroid belt. A couple of weeks go by. You're just on ship. Uh, an atom breaker cannot maintain constant thrust like a fusion drive in the expanse. Mm -hmm. So it's just a lot of fuel to build acceleration and then coasting. 
So you are in zero G. As you begin your voyage through space. So uh, next, I believe you guys wanted to do a little fiddling, a little maintenance. Yes. Um, once we're out of like weapons range or, you know, uh, danger range, like, you know, obviously they could launch some long range missiles probably, mm -hmm. but that's less of a concern. So like once we're out of like, we can easily be shot. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Kiki's going over the ship with a fine tooth comb. Okay. Um, you, I'll just give it to you for free. You find no monitoring software or bugs or anything. It looks like this is just. Well, at least they were shooting straight with us, and those shippers are. This is uh, own in terms of we can say whatever we want. We can do whatever we want. This is an impounded, um, an impounded smuggler's vessel. Which means that to be an effective smuggling vessel, it has to also be, you know, a legitimate and capable freighter. Uh, it is that, and the cargo is legit for the most part. You also find some of the smuggling compartments and, you know, places where uh, radiation hardened and sensor hardened places where you could hide contraband some contraband but no more than uh you know no more than like a ton of contraband distributed across multiple compartments um and you know up in the cockpit is the the transponder and look, the com gear and stuff kiki also looks over the the manifest for the cargo just making sure that it is there it's legal it's not mm. anything you know as far sus. as you can tell it is um the most like suspect stuff is um, specimens of Venusian bug life, which have, uh, you know, semi-controlled, like, neurotoxin and, uh, sure. you know, like, okay. me medicinal application, stuff like that. But it's all legit on the manifest, as far as you can tell. Those specimens are still living, just... No, it's like dead harvested glands and, mm. you know, stuff like that. Stuff for hospitals and labs. Sure. Um, and then, yeah, in the cockpit is, like, the comm gear and the transponder and everything. Kiki found no kill switch? No obvious. No. Um, do you try and tamper with it at all? Well, so I did find. So if you, um, yeah, you find the transponder and the, and they said that, like, you got to fly legal with the transponder on. Right, but is there a bomb? Uh, there is wiring to the transponder that, like, I don't know. You're not an electrician. Sure. Uh, but there is a strip of uh, masking tape stuck to the side of the just, like, black case of the transponder. And it says, tamper-proof, boom, love, Shaw. I investigate for, I just want to know the mechanism. How, how would they blow us up? If they were going to blow us up, how would it blow up? Mm. Uh, your, uh, give me a smarts. Damage? Uh, yes. Clues and such like. Uh, that's a 14 and that's a uh, 11. So I'll take the 14. 
What you can tell is that there are wires. Um, like if you open up the case, there are wires in place in some of just like the spare sockets in the transponder box that you're not sure what those go to because they're unlabeled and they go into the conduits. Motherfuckers that, not labeling the wires. Know, probably it though. And it was probably deliberate and what you can assume is that somewhere some of those wires in the conduits leave the conduit that they're supposed to be in and don't talk to comms anymore and maybe talk to the engine and trigger a meltdown or something. Well, good news to hear is not fucking part of the atom breaker code so we don't have to fuck with that it's it's physical electrical looks pretty complicated though but if worst comes to worst we could just cut a wire and pray yeah um so that's the good news sounds good <laughs> As far as good news goes, in the last couple weeks, I will take it. Um, Kiki spends the rest of the, you know, transits, or at least the transit so far, mm -mm. Um, making the space our own. You know, doing... Making it cozy. Making it cozy, organizing the tools and the equipment, um... Maybe, you know, draw some stuff on the bulkheads. Uh, you know, future tattoo ideas. Like uh, like Yolandi and Chappie. Yeah. Like drawn on the walls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I find myself a bit distracted by the tendrils of truth of the unspeakable knowns of the universe that follow me. <laughs> as I traverse through the void Also, space. Kiki definitely wants to have several conversations about, like, what are we going to do with the this ring of the great elders? Like, because I agree, I agree with you completely, Jahar, that, like, the homogeny should not have it. It's not something to be fucked with in the way that we know they want to fuck with it. So, why do we think the cult of elders, the Atlantean the cult, Atlanteans? are necessarily against what would be the most beneficial outcome for well, the citizens of as the you, soul system? As you say often... Uh, the simplest answer is the best solution because they're dicks. They did just shoot at us for no fucking reason. I asked. I was like, hey, man, we're not fucking, we're not part of this. Let us walk away. And they were like, we're not going to let ya. But you. But know? we cannot they're dicks. assign collective judgment for the behavior of the individual. <laughs> Goddamn right. Okay. Um, well, that was my idea. So... so I, oh, I feel like you guys are having several conversations and maybe these are taking place over several days. Give me yes. another fuel roll to pass out of the asteroid belt into outer Jovian space. Is that a 20? No. no. That's a D8 Eight. on your fuel dice. Five. All right. 
You guys nice piloting, you plotted a good route. Uh, you're still coasting. You're not under thrust. No gravity aboard ship. But um, you've taken advantage of several major gravity wells and slingshotted a little bit. What's the the gym situation? Uh, it's a shoddy home gym, but there is plenty of equipment for, there's lots of like resistance bands and and weight training. It's not, there's no great setup for like cardio stuff mm. except like you know for doing zero g CrossFit. You'd have to just do that on your own. I mean, I I fucking train. I beef. You up. train like hell. Um, and I make sure that Jahar is also doing their exercises. Okay. Even though they probably are like eh. I'm like, you got to do them, Josh. You got to do them. You can't, you can't get soft in the zero G. We're six weeks in zero G, pal. <laughs> Fair. I only listen because it's, it's, it's Kira telling me. Otherwise, not happening. But because it's Kira, I listen. Um, one day, you guys wake up and are going about your normal whatever. And suddenly... The comms in the cockpit starts beeping. A priority transmission. But the only thing on the screen is uh, like an ASCII art, uh, like punctuation art, Jolly Roger. Or warm up the weapon system. I'll close my eyes. <laughs> Wait, are you not going to answer that, Junior? Jar? Um, I could. Jar Jar? I will close my eyes right. and press receive. Our, our warm up the weapon systems and our also, our also do the talking, eh, bud? This usually works out for us. Alright. So I go to, I go to warm up, yes, we answer the call as I go to warm up the weapons. You hear a uh, gravelly woman's voice come over the radio. This is Captain Meg of the Siren. Wild Rover, cut drive and maneuver to relative stop and prepare to be boarded. By whose authority, Captain Meg? By whose authority? <laughs> There's no authority out here beyond the belt. The authority is my fucking missile tubes. Uh... I look at you here, like, he's, are you still closed eyes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I know you're looking at me. <laughs> uh, well, in that case, a respectful <laughs> jog on. Jog on. Uh, let me take this D8. Um, a blip appears at sensor range. There is a small ship approaching quickly at sensor range to you guys. Uh, any more readout? Or in, does do the readout say anything more? Give me uh, smarts. Jahir, could you uh, uh, pull up those readouts? No, I cannot. You accidentally like navigate to the <laughs> homepage and like restart the desktop. And it's spinning and it's like loading up. No, no, no. Like, like, <laughs> I'll try to get it on my console. Thanks, okay. though, bud. Sorry, my eyes were closed when I pressed eight. the uh, eight. 
uh, no, you have uh, you have no data about the ship. Um, just the uh, your sensors have painted a contact approaching quick. Um. Well, I guess it looks like it looped out of the belt to follow you, and now has turned on its engines. To there's burn no, to there's up. no lag time though on the radio, huh? Nope, not right now. They're getting pretty close. I can, I can reach, and I can pull something out. It might be spiky, it might be tentacly, but I can reach. Let's let's hold off on that. For a quick second. See if I can talk him down. There is, um, for you guys' reference, the space combat actions are there. Okay. Uh, I don't think we need those. Okay. It is, <laughs> um, is approaching. So, the Wild Rover does have teeth. It does. It has a flechette cannon and two PDCs. And smoke canisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are entering combat. The siren moves from sensor range to weapons range. Let's do... Can I talk? On the, is the communication channel still open? It is still open, but we're entering initiative now. So, uh, evens for you still? No. Odds. Odds. Don't change now. Hey. I'm glad you changed. <laughs> All right. That's a one. It's your guys's, uh, your guys' turn first. All right. So they... They're burning. I guess we are still technically coasting. Yes. Yes. Do uh, here kick on the drive? Okay. So you can kick on the drive, and now you're burning. Uh, we won't worry about fuel until after the engagement. It'll be like when the smoke clears, you'll roll for fuel again. Hey, I couldn't help but notice, Captain Meg, that uh, you guys didn't take my advice to fuck off. <laughs> so, are we really doing this? Do you really want to do this? Are you doing, uh, what are you doing? Intimidating or? Uh, I hopefully sound intimidating. Give me a presence. Uh, intimidation is toughness. Oh, but yeah, give me a presence because it's bonus. over the radio. Same bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so presence because it is just the voice. You are right. That is a 16. After a little bit of just background static... Captain Meg comes back over, and she's like, well, listen, give me a reason not to, huh? All right, I'll give you two. One, we got legs. Two, we got teeth. In statement. <laughs> give me another presence. Seven. Yeah, it's funny, Wild Rover. Uh, we got those two. Your funeral. Be kind of dumb to be out past the belt with no teeth and no legs. Calling me dumb? I mean, not really. You said you got him. We'll see who's sharper, eh? Jahar, what do you do? Well, I could kick over the drive to high speed and try to outburn them. Yep. But I feel Um, like that only further condemns our case not necessarily if you can lose them out of sensor range i don't think they're going to pursue well we definitely should jahara we definitely should keep them at as far range as possible i know we don't have that and like you know channel off yeah 
They don't need to hear this. <laughs> the don't, pirates don't need to hear this. We shit. actually don't have very sharp teeth, but like, I'm betting that they probably don't either. So they're gonna try to come in close, right? Just like the simulations, right? So let's keep them as far away as possible. If you give me a maneuvering roll, and what you say your maneuvering roll is to try and make distance. If you succeed, they're going to drop back in range. What if we kept them at range enough for you to convince them that we are on a mission that would benefit them and thus provide us with the capability of receiving some backup from friends in unexpected places? You're saying we got friends in unexpected places? What I'm saying is... We can try to appeal to their sense of justice mortality? and oh. mortality <laughs> in the in the void, or I can pull something undescribable out of the void <laughs> to appeal to their sense of oh shit preservation. Either way, perhaps we can bend them to assisting us in our our mission here. Meg sounds like she might be the kind of person that would listen. Char here, I say with like a smile. Are you saying you want to make a new friend? It's been dark and cold on this ship. <laughs> oh. Not not that you haven't provided an warm that we find ourselves out on the edge of the universe. <laughs> Right, you can't void. do this forever. You yeah. gotta, you gotta say an action. Tell me what you're trying to do, and we'll. And I we'll say do we a keep roll. them a distance. I'm going let to let them shoot their best shot, and we're fucking knocking. I'm out gonna of the sky. on my smarts pop a maneuvering okay. to push them from to, engagement. You're, you're trying to, to make some distance. Censoring. All right, give me a smarts for piloting. Ooh, uh, four. That's no good. And I might, in that case. Well, I can try to. That's your turn. Uh, the siren is at weapons range right now, and on the screen, you see a fast mover appear. They've launched a missile. Uh, and over the radio, Meg says, Listen, you guys are fun. I hope this doesn't... I hope this doesn't splatter you across the void. I'd love to have someone to talk to on the way back to Palace. And then the connection drops. Uh, you have a missile incoming. It's your guys' turn. They are in weapons range. So what is what is the time frame? A missile... I pull up the, yeah. the threat indicator. It takes one round to impact. So next at the start of next round, you guys are going to roll to dodge it, or if you don't roll to dodge it, it's going to impact. Or if you deploy one of your systems to take it out. I think... I could use smarts to drop PDCs into action, or I could... You focus, on, you focus on driving right now. Uh, I'm going to man webs. I'm going to throw, throw something back at them, just, you know... We're testing each other out here. I think we're going to try to make a new friend, but I think to get there, we're going to have to show them 
that we're worthy of being their friend. You know, can't I mean? hold the rose till you touch the thorns. Exactly. <laughs> I fucking fire the full chef cannons at the uh, at the siren. Mm-hmm. All right, give me a presence roll for shooting that cannon. Crit one. <laughs> there is a loud thump and an explosion that reverberates through the uh, through the atmosphere inside the wild rover, and acrid smoke starts to foul the recyclers, and uh, alarm clacks and start blaring. You're not sure you'd be able to fire the flechette cannon again. Without tracking it down? Yeah. I'm hard engaging the maneuvering thrusters, mm-hmm. dipping down on our axis, okay. axis, and coming about on the missile in an attempt to throw it off its course. Okay. Seven. All right. Uh, you fail to make any distance. The um, the missile is about to impact. Give me... Well, you didn't do anything about it. Well, you said next turn. We're yeah, so next turn. Give me... Um, give me either a defensive or a maneuvering action to avoid the missile. Maneuvering. Could we do one of each? Yes, you both okay. could. Uh, let me try to shoot it down first. I got this junior. Uh, agility for defensive action. This is like you're targeting. It's agility. It's it's like a video game. Yeah. Your okay. your missile defensing. That's going to be a fourteen. Your PDC's buzz. You feel it vibrate through the whole of the ship. A big rotary barrel gun on the outside paints the space with. Uh, with a thousand twenty millimeter shells and the missile splashes into nothing. Fucking got it! Uh, Hear those babies purr! Yoo! Um, there is another uh, Sharif. Give me a maneuvering roll. Smarts. Yeah, sorry. Jahar. Give me a smarts roll. Uh, your maneuvering goes bad. Uh, it seems. And this is too quick for systems to detect. Um, while the missile was approaching, they also shot with a flechette cannon. And there is a bang as uh, two damage rattles through the wild rover. So the flechette cannons are, um, they're like 60 millimeter artillery shells. But after, uh, you know, after a certain point in their flight path, the timer goes off and they pop into like a hundred thousand flechettes. I'm then. gonna I'm gonna use my systems assessment to figure out where exactly we were hit. Okay. Yeah, we guys you're around. Uh you're Eight. not sure. Just you know, it blew through. Um there is atmosphere loss right now. Button up here. Mm-hmm. Jahar. See now that we've We've said, oh, it sounds like this. Now I'm just saying that one. <laughs> Jahar. Jahar. We could throw on vac suits. Or we could try to... So well, you like guys, vac suits said, are part of your... Button up. Yeah, yeah, you button can just up. button up. Okay. There's, well, we, there's should, no... we should probably, beyond buttoning up, try to isolate the region within the ship that is leaking. Yeah. You guys are okay as far as like system failure right now. You just took some hit point damage. There's no, uh, well, there's no major so effects it's, going it's on. It's right compartmentalized. Now. Yeah, is what you're saying. Are they still yeah. in the okay. sensor range or are they still in weapon range? 
still. Yeah. I don't think we ever got out of. Yeah, they're, they're, still, they're still in weapon range. And I busted. Our... <laughs> well, shit. You did. I'm sorry, Jar. I fucking busted it. I think I'm gonna call him back. Keep him talking. Reach out. I closed my eyes. You can try and open the channel again. Yes. All right. Uh, the channel, no roll for that. Uh, but we're gonna have to roll for you know whatever you're saying. Uh, hey Meg. Uh, yeah, Wild Rover. So, what happens if one of our teeth fell out? I mean, I'd say go to a dentist. But listen. Do you know a good dentist? Oh, uh, my favorite's on Palace, but uh, you know. They're a friend of mine. What if we didn't want to go? And I'm like, I'm stretching out every, mm-hmm. you know, syllable. And uh, Jahar, are you trying to like tune into this? I am. Give me a seance roll. Yes. While listening to Meg's talk, I'm trying to hear the resonance in her voice and trying to paint the picture of the room that she's in. Give me that seance. Four. That's no good. Meg on the other side is like. Hey, listen, you guys are fun and all, but uh, I got a few more fish and I could lose some. Or you guys cut drive and jettison your cargo. Hey, I'll let you go. I just want your cargo. Unfortunately, look, if this was a different day, a fucking different universe, that might be a possibility. But... You don't know the fucking years, the decade that fucking we have had. Releasing the cargo is worse than fucking death. That's just how it is. Uh, give me presents. Fifteen. She stops for a little bit. Uh, you both are still coasting. No more shots are coming your way. Well, I think they're not close. You're both still burning. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "Listen, I'm not a heartless monster. Uh, no matter the name of my ship, you know, it just sounds cool. But I gotta make my nut. So here's the deal: I need ten or twelve thousand credits worth of gear, worth of fucking loot." Otherwise, I'm taking your ship. Whether or not you're alive, it's unfortunate, but it's not really my problem. As I say, I gotta make my nut. What is the time frame on that nut? Because, like, listen, we have a job that we're doing. And funnily enough, the job uh, requires the cargo. It's not just deliver the cargo because come on you know it's not uh what do you say we meet up we're come back we swear (laughs) in call it uh seven earth weeks we'll come back that's not gonna fucking wash uh jahar give me another smarts for maneuvering 20 that's good uh, your sensors, you your sensors detected um, 
another shot from their flechette cannon, but this one missed. As that shot strikes across the bow and misses, I'm going to uncharacteristically reach for the communications drive, uh-huh. the communications okay. device. I think you just talk. Yeah, you just talk. It's, you know, you it's each have a console mic. that has everything. It's a hot mic. I reach and I say, Madam Meg. <laughs> What do you know about the Great Elders? Buddy, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You need to pull over and jettison your cargo, or you're going to be sucking vacuum. Give me another uh, smarts roll. 19. Another flechette blast narrowly misses your vessel. As she commences the flechette blast on us, I'm going to dig deep and try to open up the most minutest tiniest of void portals within the within the bridge of Meg's ship. Okay. Hopefully now that I've been able to make enough verbal contact, I have an idea of I feel like you have a decent sense of of where they are, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say you're trying to do a summoning. Yes. You're going to do a summoning with no bonus. Flat d20. Flat d20. My goal isn't to inflict harm. My goal is to inflict fear. Okay. Your nose just starts to bleed, and uh, little bubbles of blood start to float around inside your helmet. Okay, we gotta go. Yeah. This isn't working. Uh, give me another uh, smarts. 13. 13. Another flechette blast narrowly misses you guys. We gotta go. All right, your guys' turn. Our turn? Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to just spray um, PDC fire. Give them something to... Something to dodge? Yeah. Give them something to dodge. Okay. We burn. Give me uh, defensive. Yeah. Uh, give me agility. <laughs> 12. All right. Sprays of bullets fill the space between you and the... Uh, and the siren. None of them are really in danger, but, you know, no one wants a hole in their ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jahar, give me a smarts for maneuvering at advantage. Uh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Roll on the Come table. On, roll on the damn table. Hey! Hey! We're getting out of this. 20. Yes, yes, yes. 22. The siren swerves out of the cloud of uh, point defense cannon bullets, swerves, uh, drops back to sensor range, and then drops out as they lose their tracking and their drive, you can see, uh, their drive doesn't go off as they maneuver and suddenly, you know, they're hundreds of thousands of kilometers off course as they avoid and you skate through outer Jovian space. Can, uh, with with only minor damage we did not to the wild that rover, naturally <laughs> at all, did we? That can was Kira a... can Kira save like drive signature and radio freak? Yes, uh, that can be entered siren. into the ship computer. Um, also, I just want to you know send a message out. And it's like, yo, Meg, honey, uh, get fucked, but uh, I'd love to talk to you again. We're being touch. After a moment, a little bit of light delay now starting to creep in as you guys continue to burn and uh, the siren veers off course, cuts drive, 
and readjusts. After a little bit of light delay, Meg's voice comes back over the radio. And she's like, listen, Wild Rover, you ever on Palace, look me up. I've got a big knife I'd love to introduce you to. <laughs> we made a friend. We... I think we did. I think we, I did. Think we did. I think we did. All right. I think we did. Uh, before we travel anymore, give me a fuel dice. Eight? Yep. Oh, shit. One. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You're reduced to, to D6. Uh, and now give me a D6 fuel dice to pass from outer, or sorry, inner Jovian space into the Jovian system and approach Europa. Ooh. You coast into Europa with zero fuel. Sorry, we're, we're, we're getting more fuel. We're going to make some friends. We needed, we needed to use that fuel. We would have been dead. If I think so. I think, I think we needed to use that to evade and avoid. Um, so, Europa. The ice moon of Jupiter. Uh, we are looking at, you know, a blue and white ice ball, a crust of solid ice with volcanic vents that uh, emerge from the subsurface ocean. That is where the spaceports and towns are usually built. So on the side of a mountainous volcano, the wild rover sputters down on the last of its fuel to land uh, at Europa, what did I say, Europa South? Europa South. Um, while, uh, or during that transit, um, can I do a, like, mechanics uh, to repair the flechette cannon? Uh, yes. Can I do a mechanics to repair uh, my sister's ego? From its, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a phenomenal amount of bruising. <laughs> it did take some bruising. <laughs> Mechanics of 13. That's good. Uh, you fix the flechette cannon. Um, one of the um, one of the little servos that just controls its rotation and aiming, it just popped loose during firing. You put it back, and you're like, oh, maybe it just wasn't, you know, maybe it wasn't wrenched down tight. Fucking Shaw tried to fuck us. It doesn't feel like sabotage. It feels just like a shitty old ship. But you could be salty <laughs> at her if you wanted. Projection is what keeps is what keeps the mind afloat, isn't it? The that <laughs> yeah, that's but thank you, thank you, brother. Uh, on a column of fire. I'm sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little. <laughs> that was a, a rough encounter. Hurt, yeah. That was not our. That was not our proudest. I didn't do my best. That, I didn't do. You best did either. great, brother. You fucking did it. I tried to summon, and all I summoned was some some gas from the inside. I make a scrunch face like mm. <laughs> on the last of your sputtering fuel, the wild rover rumbles down, you know, drive first to land at the spaceport of Europa South on the slopes of a volcanic island that, you know, creates a, an opening in the ice shelf that floats about uh, about a mile above the frozen subsurface or the Arctic subsurface ocean that covers the moon of Europa. Uh, when you land, in accordance with your legal and, you know, pre-approved flight path, uh, you landed a correct landing pad, and servos and dock workers come out and begin unloading. Uh, credit I do transfer. The, I do the chip thing. Legit credit transfer takes place. What chip thing? You said there was a chip I put in when we land. Mm. 
Yes. Uh, everything goes smoothly. Signals are sent. Uh, credits change hands. The, um, the account of the ship gains some credits. And as far as you know, these are yours. Um, and that is where we will end this episode before the exciting conclusion of Jahar and Kiki's adventure in Dangerous Spacemen Against the Shrieking Boy.